0: Is the Making Stitches podcast and this week we hear from sewing and quilting teacher and designer Victoria Pete about her love of making and how being able to sew can help enormously when World Book Day comes around. I've created all sorts of bits and pieces for them. I've got um,
1: a royal cape that you can create. And the girls love those because they're nice and twirly and swishy and just creates all sorts of make-believe kind of things. You know, they're queens and kings and knights and all sorts of things. And I've got, um, I've made them uh, Fantastic Mrs. Fox. Emily's my youngest and she decided she wanted to be Fantastic Mrs. Fox. So she said I need a yellow dress and this and that and the other. So there I am making headbands and dresses and all sorts and I've done Mary Poppins, that was one of my favourite ones because the outfit was really simple but made this beautiful little felt hat which was a headband with a felt hat on it and she loved it, she thought it was the best thing ever. So it's I find great joy in making for them to see their faces because I think having a great imagination and having the ability to make believe makes for interesting children in terms of they can write stories and they love to listen to stories it gets their imaginations going so if I can fuel that then that's great.
0: Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Making Stitches podcast. I'm Lindsay and this week, thanks to the relaxing of the lockdown measures here in Gibraltar, I was able to carry out this interview in person rather than via the means of technology. I met up with dressmaker, sewing teacher and designer Victoria Pete, who moved to Gibraltar from the UK last year. Victoria has contributed to sewing magazines, has given sewing lessons on television in the UK and sells patterns for patchwork quilting, fancy dress costumes for children and lots more on her website Little Black Duck. We met up in the open air and had a socially distanced conversation on a bench in the bandstand in the beautiful Alameda Botanic Gardens here in Gibraltar. She began by telling me all about her love of making.
1: I guess I would say I'm a bit of a jack-of-all-trades. At the moment, I'm doing a lot of quilting, but by trade, if you like, I guess I'm a dressmaker. I learnt to uh, sew dresses and outfits, first of all, but I've fallen into quilting, and I do hand-stitching, I'll do embroidery, I'll try knitting and crochet. I'll just... I like making. I just like making. You and me both. Yeah, It's addictive. <laughs> I'll just give anything a try. I'll blame it on my mum. She's <laughs> My mum's an artist, and she... Uh, is brilliant at all sorts of things, so I think I get it all from her. Ah, so it's uh, been from childhood then has it? Um, yeah, I've, well yeah I've been pretty crafty um, but I think I started to sew when I was maybe at school, I remember doing an applique project at school, I think it was pretty terrible <laughs> but I really liked it and then for my 18th birthday I was ever so trendy and cool and I asked for a sewing machine <laughs> for my 18th birthday <laughs> I was that Fantastic. cool, but I I loved it, I just started having um, informal lessons from my mum and I bought birder sewing um, magazines and and just started sewing and that was it. Under hooked forevermore. You were bitten by the bug. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> Absolutely. So I believe you studied fashion. Uh, I did. I used to go to the London College of Fashion and do evening classes and short courses, and I took a sabbatical from work and I went and did uh, courses there. So I've done draping and pattern drafting and pattern design, illustration, I've done leather bag making all those kind of things all at London College of Fashion and it was fabulous I loved it I really really loved it that sounds truly amazing if I could just spend my whole life going on courses I would do it (laughs) a serial learner I love it I love it brilliant so what kind of things do you like to make then Uh, I love making for myself but I never do it and I don't know about you but when you have children suddenly you end up making things for them a toy for them or a blanket for them or clothes for them and all of a sudden you take a complete back seat so it's been years since I've actually made myself anything and I don't know if you know the um the hashtag and the thing that goes on in May the me made May yes well I had great intentions and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to make myself something. And I thought, I'm going to do it. It's going to be great. And I 99% made <laughs> something. Aww. I nearly, nearly finished making something for myself.
0: <laughs> well, at least maybe it's you a can good get it finished try. for next
1: year. No, no, I'm, I'm going to make it because it's going to be my going out outfit for a casual meal
0: and a <laughs> meeting friends. Oh, I wonder. I will do it. I will. I will. <laughs> so you also, you have a blog. And you, um, on, on your website, you also promote the fact that you have patterns and, and various things for sale. Uh, what kind of things do you have on there for anybody well, who's not familiar? Um, I do have a range of um,
1: patterns that I do, either PDF or I do paper patterns, but I try and give people a lot of tutorials and free patterns as well, because I I love to teach sewing. I really love it. I love that people think, oh no, I can't do it, but actually with a bit of encouragement and a bit of practice, you can achieve all sorts of wonderful things. So. I like to give some pre-tutorials and patterns as well to just try and encourage people to give things a go. And I've started filming um, video tutorials as well that I put on YouTube so that I can show people because not everybody learns in the same way. Some people can take a paper pattern and just read it and get it and do it. And other people just either don't want to read it or don't understand it or their brain works in a completely different way. So if I can film a video tutorial to show people how to do it, you can use... One or the other, or you can use the two in conjunction with each other and you can learn how to make something new. And I'll do smaller projects, sort of patchworking projects or applique, all sorts of different tips and techniques. There's some dressmaking tips in there as well. So it's just about getting people to learn and to give something a try. But I'll cover pretty much everything. I've got English paper piecing, which I really love it, it's a great project because you can take it with you on the go and I've got foundation paper piecing and quilting techniques, a whole host of things, all sorts of bits and
0: pieces. I noticed you had some uh, patterns for children's fancy dress clothes, it, uh, are your children the main inspiration for well, your work? like I say, when you, when you have children you don't
1: do anything for, you. <laughs> you for yourself, it's all for the children. So it was driven out of, right I need a World Book Day costume. Where can you take me? And I've created all sorts of bits and pieces for them. I've got um, a royal cape that you can create. And the girls love those because they're nice and twirly and swishy and just creates all sorts of make-believe kind of things. You know, they're queens and kings and knights and all sorts of things. And I've got... um, I've made them uh, Fantastic Mrs Fox, Emily's my youngest, and she decided she wanted to be Fantastic Mrs Fox, so she said I need a yellow dress and this and that and the other, so there I am making headbands and dresses and all sorts, and I've done Mary Poppins, that was one of my favourite ones, because the outfit was really simple but made this beautiful little felt hat, which was a headband with a felt hat on it, and she loved it she thought it was the best thing ever so it's I find great joy in making for them to see their faces because I think having a great imagination and having the ability to make believe makes for interesting children in terms of they can write stories and they love
0: to listen to stories it gets their imaginations going so if I could fuel that then that's great that's wonderful and also it's so nice when they turn up at school on World Book Day (laughs) and they're not one of the two hundred Spider Men or, <laughs> or whatever yeah. there is that turned up, and they're actually look. They stand out. Yeah, so. they love it. They they absolutely love it. And you know, Gold Star for even remembering its World Book Day. Indeed. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when those letters don't come home. Oh, from school my word. Or get lost at Scrunched the bottom of the bottom bag. Of the bag. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So you t- you s- you mentioned about the fact that you like to teach, and you were doing these YouTube um, tutorials, um, but you actually teach anyway, don't yes, you? Yes, I do. I started out um, a good few years ago, maybe I can't quite count how many years ago,
1: let's call it ten. Let's just pluck a number out the air, let's call it ten years ago. And I started teaching my local craft shop. Um, she had a little space and we could fit three of us in there, it was like a broom cupboard, and we were all in there and we were sewing away. Um, and I just taught people how to sew and I really just really really enjoyed it. So now I tend to do one-on-one lessons because I love that because someone can come to me and say right my, my favourite, I didn't have a favourite, I'm not going to mention any names, but I get some people that come to me and they say, right, today I want to make trousers, or today I want to do this, or today I want to do that, and for me that's a bit of a challenge because you don't know what you're doing, you know, in advance, but I love that people can sew what they want to sew, so dealing on a one-on-one basis like that I really love, but then I also like dealing in smaller groups and larger groups, and it's just the larger groups are nice because it's people coming together to do something that they're passionate about and sometimes you're sewing and sometimes you're chatting you know it's it's a bit of a mix it's so therapy
0: quite often it isn't really it really is <laughs> it really is i love it now i believe you also have a, a starring role in a tv channel for sewing i have done some sewing, sewing on tv <laughs> <laughs> it was i couldn't believe
1: that opportunity came my way i was just absolutely astounded i remember when i saw the tv channel first come on board they were called sewing water and i remember seeing it and thinking oh i would just love that job and i messaged jennifer taylor who I was sort of in contact with, as you are on social media, with people that you've never met in your life.
0: Yes. (laughs) Just Just like you and me. Just (laughs) like you and me. Make
1: friends with random people. And I messaged her and went, oh, that sounds like such a brilliant job, I'd love to do that. And she said, well, just approach them and ask. And I thought, "Mm, I can't do that completely, big fat chicken, can't do it. And then I happened to get an email from them to say, hey, come for a screen test. And I thought, okay. (laughs) why not and i went and i tell you that the, the screen test went fine but that very first day we were going live and it is completely live there's no pre-recording nothing it's just live <laughs> and i remember standing there and my heart was absolutely thumping and it was coming out of my chest and i remember standing there thinking what on earth am i doing this is the most ridiculous thing i've ever done in my life but you know what i loved it i absolutely loved working on demonstrating on live tv absolutely loved it and I really miss it because I've moved to Gibraltar and with everything that's going on in the world travel isn't quite as easy as it used to be and I really miss it because the the buzz is just wonderful and the production crew and everybody that works behind the scenes works so so hard but it's nice because it's that even wider community of people that you can get rather than just a sewing class where you've got up to 20 people to have loads of people all just going yeah let's all make this together it's brilliant I love the community
0: aspect of it it's wonderful yes absolutely and uh, having experienced a bit of live broadcasting myself the adrenaline and the excitement of it it's (laughs) it's like a drug really yeah yeah and there's a lot of waffling I must say there's a lot of waffling in thinking well I hope someone understands what I'm talking about So you mentioned then of course that you've you've moved to gibraltar how have you found gibraltar as far as your, your crafting is concerned has it continued i have
1: continued i'm very fortunate to have enough space to have a nice big sewing table i've got my sewing machine very kindly the people at janomi have lent me a sewing machine and i've brought that with me and i love it it's brilliant that i can have my own space uh, so i'm continuing to sew i'm finding retail therapy a little light on the ground let's say there aren't many sewing outlets within Gibraltar Uh, and of course the the recent health situation has made it more difficult to get into Spain but um, yeah, I'm lucky to have that space time however is a completely different matter with homeschooling, two children and having my husband working from home I'm getting next to zero done Mm, I feel your pain Yeah, (laughs) but we do it when we can that's where smaller projects are lovely Mm. that you can just pick up and put down and just do a couple of stitches here and there Hand stitching
0: is just a brilliant project to have on the go and of course you mentioned the the english paper piecing really good mm. for that kind of thing yeah it's great for that because you can wrap a hexie
1: or you can stitch a couple together it doesn't take very long and it's one of those things that you can put down and when you pick it up you remember where you're up to whereas me and knitting I'm okay at knitting, but if I put it down, I have to mark very clearly where I'm up to,
0: because otherwise I can't tell where I'm up to at all. No, I'm exactly the same. I need to have a note and and tick off at the end of each row, which you don't because you're watching the television at the same time and then it's <laughs> oh how many rows have I well, not Did I count that last row <laughs> no idea yeah i know Best that, intentions yeah that's why i like crochet more than knitting because i find it's uh, i can i can keep track and watch something, and do something else on the television
1: now during lockdown i taught my youngest how to knit oh wow so well before done. we went into lockdown i thought i'll be really organized and i went to the local knitting shop and i picked up these really cute little knitting needles with like little cat faces on the end of them really sweet And went down into lockdown and then I thought right come on let's learn how to knit and then I realized we only had one set of knitting needles between us and I thought how on earth am I going to do this and then some bright spark online said you could use pencils So here I am knitting with pencils and Emily's knitting with her cat-ended knitting needles and you know what, she did a really good job. Brilliant. I think the first hour nearly killed both of us. Yeah. But we got there in the end and there she is, knitting away and it's fab. It's
0: really great, I love it. Oh well you've got more patience than I have. I have tried with all three of mine. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, one of them, it, it got beyond just the basics. Right. And, okay. That's good. I even got one of those um, those knitting looms because I thought that might be oh, easier. Ah, yep. Uh, but then that just got put at the back of the cupboard. Mm. So I didn't manage to capture their imagination yeah, well the way it, I was hoping to. It's
1: difficult, isn't it? Because you want to encourage them, but you don't want to push them. Mm. When they the, when they're your own child, I think there is definitely a limit where you can't overly push mm. your passion Not onto them because you want them to love it. Yes. you don't want them to go, no mum that's terrible
0: <laughs> you want them to have happy memories of your craft so that one day they might pick it up themselves and go, oh yeah this is great You yeah. Yeah. Uh, are a contributor to various sewing magazines as well, how did you get into that line? Uh, well, the uh, sewing magazines was
1: just by chance I was uh, selling on Etsy that's what I used to do, I actually I used to have a business where I sold to trade so I used to make Cosmetics bags leather goods all sorts of bits and pieces and I used to sell purely to trade so I'd go to trade shows at the NEC and Alexandra Palace and things like that and I would sell into John Lewis and Fenwick and lots of independent stores um, and um, I was selling through those channels but I'm selling through Etsy as well at the same time um, and there was quite a good social online side of things and someone on there said oh by the way such and such magazine is running a competition to design a project and I thought right I'm gonna do that I'm gonna design a project and it had to be something around foxes and I played for a while and I had this little soft toy that was a fox and I thought oh well, he's quite cute and whatever. And I thought no I'll try something else and my daughter again making for your children Um, I had made her this little pinafore dress, and on it I made a pocket on the top bib section that was the shape of a fox's face. And I took these little pictures, and Emily, she must have been maybe two or three, and she had white, white blonde hair in a little bob. And I put her in this little dress, and I took these pictures, and it looked great. I was really pleased with it, and I sent it off as as a, a competition entry. And I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, oh, well, it was a bit of fun, and I enjoyed that design process. And then a few weeks later, I get this email saying, congratulations, you've won. And I'm thinking, wow, this is amazing. And I won. Like the biggest box of goodies you've ever seen in your life. There was all this beautiful yarn in these amazing colours and these books and tools. And I just thought, this is amazing. (laughs) This is I, You know, I just don't win things. And I was just so pleased. And then to top it off, they published that pattern in the magazine. So I got this big... Uh, I was like four page spread and it had pictures of Emily in there and it had the pattern and everything and I was over the moon yeah. absolutely over the moon and then that just led one thing to another and then I started doing um, for all sorts of sewing magazines and quilting magazines and yeah it just snowballed from there and that I really like as, as well because it's it's the challenge of sometimes they'll say right I want you to create a project along the lines of a cushion and Valentine's Day and you come up with something and um, or sometimes they'll give you some materials and say make something with this or they'll just say what have you got <laughs> that's partially them as well just going right okay I'm a bit stuck what have you got so we'd sort of come up with things together uh, and the time scales were relatively okay for that they weren't too time pressured Uh, and yeah i liked it and it's the the challenge as well of, of designing a pattern trying to work out the instructions so someone else can understand them that's always a bit tricky because what works in my head won't work in your head and won't work in someone else's head so it's just trying to be as clear as possible but it's once you've got that project done and completed it's illustrating it as well so it's either step-by-step photographs or it's illustrating on the computer and I really love that side of design as well is working with Adobe Illustrator and coming up with those pictures that will help support the words that you've written for people I love that as well and then of course the final step is taking pictures of your finished project so really thinking about how you will best demonstrate how fabulous this project is going to look when you've made one as well so I made a, um, a little dress for Charlotte once it was like a school pinafore dress just like a v-neck, dropped waist, box pleat lapped zip at the back and I had her all dressed up in school clothes. But I had her with long white socks. I put little freckles on her cheeks. And I had her holding an apple. I put her hair in, pigtails. And she looked fat. It was it was a bit tongue-in-cheek. But she looked really, really cute. And she got on the front cover of the magazine. And now, five years later, she's still saying to oh, me, I remember when I was on the front cover of the magazine. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> she absolutely loves it. And Emily, my youngest, is always like, yeah, I'm famous. I've been in magazines. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> She's so funny. And the nice thing is as well, is that when I was working for Sewing Quarter, they both had an opportunity to come on air as well. Oh, And wow. they just thought that was so special. They were so excited about it, but it was so funny because they came on air and completely clammed up. They didn't say a word, an absolute word. They just kind of stood there and grinned and didn't say anything and just stood really quietly. <laughs> it's so funny. Whereas now at home, I've got all my cameras set up because I do a lot of video filming at home and they do pretend tutorials, and they pretend to be me. Hello, I'm Mummy, and I'm here to show you how to make this cushion. And they pretend to film a video tutorial, it's quite amusing. Oh wow, well there'll be two to watch
0: then, maybe popping up on YouTube oh, at a later word. date. Oh my no, not yet. <laughs> I'm keeping well clear of that. <laughs> do you think maybe you should have been a Blue Peter presenter? Oh, oh, good grief, I wouldn't have that been fun. I would have loved that. <laughs> is one I made earlier
1: (laughs) and you know what a lot of that on sewing TV is about having those steps ready and made because you will have a finished product that you will need to make so that you can show and everybody at home can see what they're going to make with the kit that they're purchasing and then you demonstrate but you can't you can't demonstrate a whole quilt or a whole bag or anything like that within the time slot allowed so you have to make those steps of oh and here's one I've made earlier and here's this one I've made to this point so it's just logically trying to think about it's a very different way of teaching you're demonstrating but it is a different
0: way of teaching people um, because it's condensed into that very short period of time indeed it must be so exciting to have a project kind of presented to you and you know here's the materials or can you do something to this brief and then you just have to go away and let your creative juices flow yeah and I love that I do really
1: love that but you watch those poor people on the sewing bee and you think oh my word That middle challenge where they've got no time at all to come up with something out of a bin bag. (laughs) No way could I do that. Not in a million years. I definitely need that thinking time and to maybe try out an idea and maybe go no, that's not quite right and try something else. I'm a definite, you know, work it out as I go along. But I'm not.
0: I I just couldn't work. No, I have Uh, no idea how they do that.
1: And I've met uh, Charlotte Newland a fair number of times, and I just always say to her, how on earth? did you do that? She says, I'm not really sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I just, yeah, I think that's quite crazy. Yes. But some of the things that people can pull out of the bag, like uh, the this, this sleeping bag, yes. uh, fancy dress costumes and, and that, that, a yeah. bunch of grapes yeah. out of the purple sleeping grapes. It, it were was just inspired, so wasn't good. it?
1: Yeah, absolutely inspiring. I'm just absolutely in awe about how quickly some people's creative brains can work. Yes, and I must say, at the moment, I'm slightly obsessed with sewing on TV because there's also Next in Fashion. Oh yes, that's And brilliant. there's um, what's the other one that's on Amazon? Um, that was the new Project Runway. I oh, can't remember right. what that's called. I'm just watching those on and on and on. Yeah. The fabulous fabulous. <laughs> fabulous TV. <laughs> I know. At long last, we've got our pick of things that we can yes. watch that
0: are on the television. And now
1: that I'm living in Gibraltar, even though everybody speaks English here, I'm still trying to do my very best to learn Spanish. I'm trying really, really hard. Um, and my friend is actually Spanish. Uh, she lives, uh, well, she's from Tenerife. And she said to me on the phone the other day, she says, oh, they do the sewing bee in Spanish. Mm. I said, right, okay, I'm going to try and find it. Yes. (laughs) And I haven't quite found it yet, but I am worried they might speak a little fast for me to keep up. But I might be able to get the gist of what they're doing. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Well, you might pick up some very useful words that will come in handy (laughs) if you're crossing the border to go and buy something. Maybe. Yes, you never know. So, what does the future hold for you and your sewing and crafty endeavors?
1: Well, as soon as I get time back in my life, um, I shall be yep. making videos and patterns galore it's it's more of the same. I would really love to just keep teaching um, i've got an, I do have the open invitation to go back onto Sewing Street to do live TV, but uh, geography yeah. and uh, timings and yes. flight availability is a bit of a challenge there so but I would love to go back and do the television work again and I'm just going to continue developing patchwork and quilting uh, patterns small crafting projects that kind of thing continue with teaching uh,
0: there might be a book one day you never know how exciting just never I never look forward to that <laughs> don't hold me to it <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody wants to find you online what should they be looking for? Uh, we'll look up Victoria
1: Pete I tend to crop up relatively easily there and my website is littleblackduck.co.uk and as you mentioned, I've got a whole host of tutorials and patterns available, so yeah, drop me a line. I love to see what people do. I quite often get people that um, will do one of my patterns, either free or paid for, and they send me the pictures, and you know what, it makes my stomach flip every time I get those messages, because I I love how someone can take the same pattern and make it look completely different to the last person and the way that I would do it. I absolutely love that people can add their own creativity, and just by changing the 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 thread that they're using or the fabrics that they're using they can create something truly unique so when people send them to me I I love it and I collate all of those and I put them all on
0: the website how wonderful it must be a great sense of achievement to know that you've sparked that enough sort of inspiration in somebody that they've taken your idea and run with it yeah absolutely I love it it's fantastic My thanks to Victoria for being a great sport and meeting me out in the open air to record the interview. I think we may have had a few strange looks from people as they passed by on their daily walks, but never mind. As Victoria said, you can find her online by searching for Victoria Pete, and her website is littleblackduck.co.uk. And thank you to you too for listening. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode of Making Stitches, please share it with your friends. And if you don't want to miss the next episode, please consider subscribing to Making Stitches on your favourite podcast app. It costs nothing to subscribe, it's simply a matter of clicking and the next episode will appear when it goes online. My name's Lindsay and this podcast was edited and recorded by me. You can also find me on my blog, Postcard from Gibraltar. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, keep safe and enjoy your crafting.